Welcome everybody uh, to another episode of Too Many Jams. It's a show about all things 20-year-old. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that Leroy Age Group lost and confused. We uh, we missed another week of podcasting last week. This uh, We'll get into that uh, next episode because it's pretty heavy stuff going on in our lives, but we sorted it out. and uh, So we had to skip a week. All right, sue us, okay? Sue us. Right, Rob? We're lucky though. This week, come back. We got Nima Sadegi. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. Nima Sadegi. That's correct. Nice. And uh, Nima is a friend from Western. We have known for a bunch of years, and reached out to us recently because he's uh, he's got this new cl- or somewhat new clothing line that he's been working on, and uh, he's got his new fa- uh, fall winter line yeah. that that, uh, that is about to drop or has it dropped yet no it's it's gonna drop um next friday about to drop and uh it lots uh lots of cool stuff it's just, it's that stuff that he designed and like motivation behind it that uh that we're gonna chat about so it's uh yeah so it's gonna be we're gonna start with that first because uh we we have a tendency to talk long about other stuff and we want to make sure we get it done but uh nima nima is a guy that's done a bunch um, he's uh always been kind of active. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say. You know, whether it's throwing parties or just getting in the mix on events, uh, just a doer. You know, he's working on his pilot's license. There's a lot of cool stuff uh-huh. that we're gonna get into, but we want to make sure we touch on his clothing company because at first, man, I f- um I forgot um that you know you had a cause, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. when Robbie's like, oh, he's got a clothing company. I think you. I was like, oh, like he's go, he wants to promote. Like a, a buddy of mine uh, just started a hat company, and like I, other people do, like fashion companies. So I'm like, oh, he's you know just into into clothing, and then uh, it clicked immediately. I was like, right, you're doing it for a cause, uh, which is a bit of a different twist. Uh, so definitely take us take us through what like right from the the name of the company, what you're doing right now, and kind of how it spawned. Because I know it just was more like of a recent. Sure. Project. Yeah. So. Um Trisomy 21 is like the scientific reason why people are born with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's having an extra uh, chromosome on your 21st. You're explaining um, trisomy means a three three, three yeah. chromosomes yeah. and the number okay. is... You have, th- you have one extra, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that one extra is why people are born born with Down syndrome. So trisomy is a condition. Everyone has two. Everyone's got yeah. two. Got trisomy two. is yeah. a condition where you have a third yeah. and 21 is the number. Correct. And what's I'm just looking at the logo right now. What are you, the little... Dots represent so, above so the R. this this was in is is in my brother's handwriting. Mm. Um, Omid. So Omid's my older brother. Uh, he's two years older than me. Um, and like him and I are like best buds you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Um. So I actually got Omid to like write trisomy twenty one on a piece of paper, and like while writing it, he kind of made a mistake and put an I an extra dot above the R. Oh, cool. Um, and I was just like, hundred percent. I want to keep that. this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, it just kind of shows that, like, you know, people with Down syndrome, like, it just shows that, like, no one's perfect, but like, still very capable. You know, like me when writing, like, I, I make mistakes while writing too. Like, it, it's not a big deal that he had an extra dot. You know, so I yeah. just, I just kind of thought like it'd be cool to leave it and uh, 
like leave it on the original logo. Um, so yeah, in in uh, March of this year on on World Down Syndrome Day, which is March twenty first, um, like month three, uh, twenty one day twenty one. Um, okay, nice. Yeah, so March twenty first is World Down Syndrome Day, and that's when I kind of launched Trisomy twenty one, which is a nonprofit that focuses on giving individuals with Down syndrome a platform to develop and then like later sell their creations. So like you guys mentioned clothing and like I'm wearing the shirt now, but it's not only clothing. Like um, that was kind of like my brother's idea. And like he thought it'd be cool to kind of have his handwriting on a shirt. And that's kind of how it started, you know? Um, And then like the shirt started selling out and like it started working. So then I was just like, okay, like people are like really down to buy like, creations made by people with down syndrome so wait right off the bat i uh, started selling like you started this you said in march like just in covid um and did you like immediately hit up your like social circles and stuff or did, did you somehow get it out to outside of your social circles where people were buying it so like i guess once i launched the website like i can see on the analytics where the orders come from um and like at the beginning it was like family and friends and then like later on they just were telling people and obviously other people well, no like later on once our like instagram account got really active i saw that like like 95 95 percent of like our sales were coming from uh instagram driven uh instagram driven content so like i'd post like an ad like run that ad and then um like I guess like other people would come across it because I would get orders coming from like the East Coast, from the West Coast and like just people I've never met before. Like people who just like either have a family member with Down syndrome or like have volunteered in like organizations like, you know, Special Olympics, Motion Ball, like yeah, the Down yeah. Syndrome Association of Toronto or things like that. So um, that's kind of when I started realizing that like this could work and like sustainable um, beyond like my, my immediate friends and family. Um, so uh, so wait, I didn't the see original. It. I I saw. I, I I knew about all this. I follow you. I, you know what I mean. Like, there's no. Uh, I guess maybe I'm just not as. I haven't been as active on social yeah. media in in COVID. What's it, what's the Instagram? Your head's been in the dirt. <laughs> it's been in the dirt. I've actually been in for dance. <laughs> um, it's it's try so me twenty one to. Okay, that's our Instagram. Okay. So the original idea was not just clothing, like awareness through a clothing company. It's the idea is actually bigger than that. It's yeah, so, like you want to so, provide a platform for uh, individuals with Down syndrome to share their their own creations. Exactly. So uh, clothing was like my brother's idea. And like that was the first, I guess you could say, like candidate of like this, this like incubator that I've started. Yeah. And so um, I'm going to open up applications pretty soon for to take in a next candidate. So how it works is, um, you know, someone someone applies to enter this program um, and they apply with an idea. So we're not here to kind of tell people what to make. We're just here to kind of help them make it. Yeah. So um, I'd like, let's say, let's say for the next, next like candidate, just for like the sake of argument, someone says like this person's super into like photography. Yeah. Um, they'll apply being like, Hey, like I, I, I love photography. Like I want to do like a, maybe like make a lookbook of like my, my shots and stuff. So then like what we would do is like, you know, connect them with mentors, like give them studio times, like funds to buy materials and like resources, whatever it is they need. 
Um, so then we'd enter like a six week program where like we sit down with them and take like from concept to creation. So they'd come in with an idea and like by the end of the six weeks, we'd have a product. That product would go for sale on the website and then you can then go on the on the website and, and shop like their creations. It's a cool idea. Uh, would you be funding this out of your business's proceeds? Would you be applying to the government to give you funding to, to pass down? Because you're what I was wondering too. Yeah, like if people are going to apply and assuming the business does well, which is you know the, the assumption you, you want to make, um, a lot of people are going to be trying to get their loved one or their the, the people in their lives um, to you know apply. Uh, it could be something that uh, there might be government funds for, or would you fund it out of your profits? Well, like there, there are government grants, and mm-hmm. like we are looking into applying for grants and stuff at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I guess like the whole business model behind it is that um, it's it's really self sufficient. So one one creator, one artist uh, project funds the next person's. So it's a self sustaining system where what you have in the end will be like, I don't know, a series of individuals with Down syndrome funding each other's creations and building mm-hmm. each other up in this community. And then like uh, what you see at the end is like, I'm kind of building like a, a collection, a, a collective of like people with Down syndrome yeah. who are then um, like, you know, can talk, like can like, just like just like you guys would or I would with like, I let's say I want to like become like a lawyer. Like I'd go talk to a lawyer, you know, like this is like, yeah. Also building a little community for individuals with Down syndrome to kind so, of speak with each other. So is is it called Trisomy 21, like this whole sort of incubator idea, or is that the name of Omid's it's, clothing it's called, company? It's called Trisomy 21. As okay. Well. Yeah. So, okay. So um, our website's trisomy21.ca. Yeah. Um, you can go check it out. Yeah, just um, There's like, uh, some info on there, like some photos of my brother. Um, yeah, I guess the whole motive behind starting this was that um, there are so many high-functioning adults with Down syndrome and like people just don't properly invest like time or money into them. Like, yeah. uh, you know, like... I saw a it, TVO show on this <laughs> the other day. So like it all comes down to like, you know, we're lucky enough that like, you know, my, my parents are in a position where like they can pretty much, you know, like, help only develop to his fullest you know like but there are like many that that aren't in that 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 situation so i guess like the point of this is to like find potential in people with down syndrome and then like like invest time to like i guess like number one would be to help them with their creative journey so like that's a really satisfying thing for any artist you know like to have someone sit down with you and like help you take this idea that you have whether it's clothing or photography or music or like poetry it could be anything um film and then you just have someone that's there to help you help you make it so that's kind of what we do um and and where like if, uh firsthand since you I, you're obviously like quite close with uh with your brother and i mean you've grown up together but where where have you seen a, a lack of resources in terms of uh you know you're talking about how like there's not enough to help individuals with down syndrome develop to their fullest potential. Like, have you, have you yeah, seen yeah, it firsthand? Sure. Like where I, I it's think, lacking in I think where it's lacking most is like in the sense of employment. So like getting a job and like working and like making money, like these are things that like 
even if like you do that for yourself, let's say like these are still things that like play an an incredible role in like your personal development, right? Like you like applying yourself and like purpose, purpose exactly. So I've found that it's increasingly difficult for high functioning adults with Down syndrome to get employment, like not because they can't um, do the work, but because employers aren't willing to take the risk. So like. I don't know. I remember going to the movies once and I, I saw like there was an adult with Down syndrome who was, excuse me, who is uh, like the person at the front who would like, uh, like check your ticket, like rip off your ticket and be like theater number like five or, or six or whatever. So like that was an example of like, oh, like this person can do something. So yeah. like in that scenario, like the employer took a risk. But like other than that, like I really haven't seen um, people with Down syndrome in like the workforce. So this is kind of, you know, not a substitute, but like this does give them purpose. It gives them a platform to apply like their, their artistic side. Um, Which and, is, I think it, it's, a, it's a great idea. And like, as, as someone who runs companies like this or has my, my thoughts always like, I'm, I'm immediately like, how much, how much I'm like thinking how much money is it? Cause we, uh, for example, like uh, we, we donate a portion of uh, the profits from our, um, my partner's female jewelry line to uh, charity, and there's like it just never feels like there's any money left over, and like we're like so it's this funding and also paying the artists and all this. So all, my my mind is going to like the model and how to make it work, which I think is a little like not the right line of questioning. I want to get into right now, so I'm just gonna like push all that aside. Because at the at the beginning stages, that stuff will sort itself out. At the beginning stages, the idea is uh, sound. And I was looking at the Instagram, and I feel so silly because it's like all of like all the mutual friends like are in the pictures. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. Well, like I guess I I may as well touch upon it because like you kind of brought it up. But like in terms of like the and like a financial sense, like the organization is doing well, um, and like what's going to happen with the leftover money is like like all other kind of nonprofits who operate in the same sense, they like throw events uh, and do things for like this community. So like, got you. I remember and not even leftover money. I was like worried that there wasn't going to be leftover money. No, no. There, like I remember like, for example, like my brother plays on, on the Rattlers, which is a, a, a division of the special Olympics basketball program. Mm -hmm. So like not anymore because of COVID, but like every Monday night he would play on this basketball team. And like, I remember as like a, a kid, like, they bought out an entire box at the Raptors game. Yeah. So for like all the athletes and their families to go, like they even had like two courtside seats that like my brother and I got to go and sit on. Like, so it's like things like that. There are a million things like you can kind of do. Um, and again, like these are all experiences and like investments into like this community. Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I totally. And I think, uh, I think the big thing would be that the product of that you're selling is, the art and not necessarily like a manufactured product, like with a high cost that's like fighting for margins and stuff. And the fact that you're even talking leftover money, I think is fine. And again, that's just where my mind goes. Um, and I, I'm sorry for just having literally my head. I've been like, that's okay. I, I've been living underground basically. Uh, Can this I, is also cool. I want to ask a couple of questions about uh, just like the actual design and the clothing and stuff. Cause I know you are you're fairly you're you're a stylish stylish guy you know <laughs> Thanks, you're, you, you got some uh I, i'd say like i put you in like a sort of a street you like streetwear 
type yeah. type clothing is, yeah, is where I'm I, like a Nike mid-calf vintage t-shirt kind of yeah, guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so tell us a little bit about like the inspiration be- behind like um, the designs of the clothing and like how you sorted all that out and like what's coming in the fall winter yeah, drop. Yeah, for sure. So you had something to say? No, I'm just laughing at you two just stroking each other off over here. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what a Nike mid-calf... Anyway, I keep... No, I'm just enjoying it. Ro- I've never <laughs> seen Robbie so excited. Like, like he's hyped I'm, I'm up just, right now. I don't know. You know? I'm, I'm excited we got, we got <laughs> yeah, Nima I'm here today. excited we got yeah. a positive host, you know? I'm like, enjoying <laughs> myself. I'm enjoying myself. Keep, no, sorry. Uh, I, I wasn't going to say anything. So, uh, uh, yeah, I guess, like, the... In terms of the design, like this is my brother's design, so like yeah. it, it was it was his handwriting. Um, but like me, kind of being into clothing, like I didn't want to put out something that had like, you know, like just like like bad quality or like bad. Yeah, like, no, anything. it's easy it, to go take that and then just print it on a bunch of like Gildan t-shirts, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And then like sell that as like your merch. Yeah, so and like, I can tell that you've put a little bit more into it. Yeah, so everything's everything's entirely stitched. Um, it's like, this is a six and a half ounce cotton shirt. So, um, they're, they're pre-shrunk. Like, um, the hats that you have, like those are all stitched too. So Thanks, by the way, if you're watching yeah, the video, thank you for the hat. no worries. Great no hat. Worries. Fits, um, you know what? I got a big head and, uh, it's, it's hard to find hats that like sit down far enough. So on if my, you on have my big a big dome. head and so, you're looking for a hat, try some 21. Yeah. 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 There you go. You <laughs> have it. For all the listeners, I have a normal hat. It's great too. <laughs> um but yeah i guess uh one thing that i have to mention is uh sharin at uncle studios was kind of the person to like really help me get like the clothing off the ground and the whole organization oh she helped you with all that yeah and she still does so shout out out sharin at uncle studios shout out sharin um so so i guess like you saw like the photo of the shoots and stuff like that that's all at, at uncle Okay. Um, so she lets us use the space like oh do they have their own space yeah uncle? like that's the uncle studio office the, the photo you saw no way okay yeah, so they have like a little like section in the back in the front sorry like where they kind of do the work and then like that whole section that you saw was like the, where they do the photo Dope. shoots um, cool so yes yeah, she's she was the one to kind of like you know invest like a lot of her time and like she she's like runs a clothing company so like uh who better to help me with like starting like the first project which was clothing than Sharin. um so she's been so kind and like without her like really none of this would have happened um because like at the beginning when you're starting things it's like you have this idea and like it's cool and like you want to make it work but like it takes a lot to like actually make it work you know like for sure like where do i like it's like where do i go like okay like how do i start like clothing like where like who are my embroiders like how many like how many like like do I like what's my percentage of like small shirts I order versus large shirts I order? Yeah, like yeah. there's a million a million different things. Like even things like the packaging and like when I ship out like or like even labels. Like what yeah. kind of like how big should the labels be? Like how big should the packaging be? Like d- does this hoodie can I fit two hoodies in this one packaging? Like these are all like small things that you would never think of. But anyone who's anyone like Shrin that's run that like. They yeah, just have the answers. She had the answers right away, which saved me a lot of time and money, like to start this. So that's awesome. So, yeah. so you got those long sleeves hats. What else? So is yeah, cooking our, up? our fall our fall winter collection is is dropping next Friday, ideally. Yeah. Um, and I got these green long sleeves. Uh, white shirts will still be there. The heather gray hoodies will still be there. Um, and then I got a navy blue tee and uh, like a 
Heather Heather Gray tee as well. Um, but this is our only long sleeve, and so far I think the green's kind of been the biggest hit. Nice, I love it. Looks great. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cool. What, no, what, what, what are you can, smiling? Yeah, at? can I be smiling? supportive? Can yeah. I can I no, not be I supportive about it? No, no, I'm just enjoying myself. Um, the uh, the whole thing, um, yeah, the with Shrin helping and stuff like that. You you seem to, I don't know, like um, you you're saying like all all the 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 help you got. Like, did you reach out? Did a friend reach out for you? Do you have a partner? Is it just you and your brother? Is, is your do your parents are they entrepreneurial? Like, it, is it just stuff you learn from? And we'll touch on how how you ran events before, but like. Are you, did you reach out to Sharin? Did you, like what? Yeah, what, well, I reached out to. I've known Sharin since I was like, I don't know, like ten years old. Like, oh, you're like oh, close you, with the Sultan. You're a long yeah. time. Yeah, well, Karash and I have been like really good friends forever. Like, we went to elementary school together. I didn't know that. So, I got like, you. I I've been like I've known them forever. Like, um, and and Karash has been you know friends with my brother and and stuff like that. So it was like reaching out to Sharin was like. I didn't even have to think about it. it was if, like, if you didn't have Shrin though, would you still embarked on it? Like, of course, she didn't of course. Yeah. She just helped me. Like, she mm-hmm. helped me. Like, she made my life a lot easier. Hundred um, percent. But like, I would have still done it for sure. I definitely didn't have a Shrin when we were starting it. Everyone, out. everyone yeah. needs a Shrin. We made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, there's not very many Shrins in music either. We have we haven't found that. A musical shrimp. A musical shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> thing, I think the thing is that you need to find someone that's like willing to invest their own time, and like obviously you know Sharin knows Omid and like cares about like uh my me and Omid and like obviously we're, I'm friends with her younger brother and so yeah yeah, yeah it's I like got you. it was it was more than just like she's doing me a favor it was like she really cares about the cause yeah for sure for sure no man it's, I, it's, I love that. It's really cool, and and uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's impressive because um, like I'd love to I'd love to hear about like you you're already doing Insta ads and and stuff like that and getting sales from the East Coast in the first few months of operating, especially in COVID. Um, it just uh, it's impressive. I'll tell you that. Thank like, you. Like yeah. when we grinded it out, we had in person, we had events, we had like. All the like, uh, I don't know, like people with a lot of followers posting about it and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's uh, and there's other people we know that can help. Uh, as I said, that'd be great. So it's because it's it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, it's not that hard to help people, and if uh, if it's for a good cause, all the better, all the easier. Do you know what I mean? And we got a few friends that are even in cause based clothing. Uh, that uh, so we we can talk about all that. So for people to support, though, you said the fall winter is coming up Friday. Yeah, the site is trysme twenty one to oh sorry trysme twenty one dot ca. The Instagram is trysme twenty one to. Um, it's all online business too. Like, are you gonna have any pop ups or like in store stuff or uh like not with COVID? Yeah, but like uh yeah, it's entirely online at the yeah. moment. Um. I was kind of thinking like like I guess like long term it'd be like where can I sell like some of these creations, right? Like not in not online. And like once like you know, I like let's say the next person is like does some art, which like I'm kinda of hoping that they would like a series of sketches maybe or, or whatever it may be. Um I'm kinda of hoping that like 
I could sell that in like a museum or like in a gallery, like things like that. So like different different kind of outreaches yeah. for like the products would be ideal. But the thing with the site is like it's like easy to manage when when for you have sure. everything on one for one sure. channel. Yeah, yeah. Is um as far as uh, talking about tries to me because I I do also want to talk about like like you and and like around tries to me and stuff like that. Um. Did you have like any like company specific or anything else you wanted to promote? Because I have some, I have like questions kind of like around it, like having a brother with Down syndrome and and like your kind of path too and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess like the last thing about the brand would be um, we are taking, we are about to open up applications to take in a new candidate. So if you or um, someone you know has, you know, a family member, a friend, a cousin, whoever uh, with Down syndrome, that you, you think are creative and they have some artistic passions that they would like to, they'd like help with. Um, then just check the website or, you know, send, uh, I don't know if you guys have like a, like a yeah. comment section in this like podcast, but like put a comment, like whatever, hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. Message yeah. the page, um, email the website. Like there's a link. We'll there. put all the links. In the and, episode. um, yeah, sure then, then just reach out to me. Cause like we are, we are, I'm like actively now starting to search for a new candidate. Um, so yeah, hit me up, please. Uh, cool. yeah. And again, if you had more to say, if something you forgot, we'll just, we'll just like loop back plug to it at it. the end. Yeah. Plug it. Um, but yeah, talking about uh, just like some like side questions to that when you're talking about employment, um, and you're saying like stuff like, you know, at the movie theater or I know like Starbucks has programs and th- there's companies that have legitimate programs, some that are, that, that do that form of, uh, community outreach. And I did watch this whole TV show on TVO or I didn't watch the whole thing. I caught the end of it that was talking about employing because, uh, sometimes with stuff like autism and down syndrome or like Asperger's or other, uh, there's, there's, there's actually specific talents or like, and if there's a, if there's people that, as you said, take the time to help place these talents in the work world, there is usually a purpose There is usually a fit. Um, and I wanted to ask you, and is it Omid or Omi? Omid. Omid. O-M-I-D. When you think of Omid and you think of like his, his level of, of functionality, do you think that it's even like, it's not so much just getting a job at the movie theater. It's not like that. He actually would, would would want a purpose kind of like beyond that. Like, is he, is he searching for something like more than that? So Omi has, you know, really high aspirations and like, he's, he's kind of like, he's always kind of been like, I've always, it's like growing up with an older brother with down syndrome, you kind of, you know, realize you're like a, an older, younger brother. Yeah. Um, but in in that same context, like he still takes the older brother role very seriously and like has always been like a role model, like my hero who I look up to um, just because of like how hard he's worked. So Omid's like one of the first, Omid's the only child with Down syndrome to graduate from his high school, which was like Mark Garneau in the last like 30 oh, years. Yeah. So him and I have the exact same like high school diploma. Um which it just took him like a year or two extra to get it. But um, at the end of the day, it's like he's like living proof that like regardless of your disability, like regardless of like the challenges you face, like as long as you work hard and like 
really like try at something like you can achieve it so like getting like you know his high school diploma was something only really cared about obviously like my family had a big focus on like the importance behind education and you know investing a lot of time into omid um but like i'm so proud of him and like i look up to him and and in the sense that like the things that he's been able to accomplish having having down syndrome are incredible like now he enters before COVID, he was going to george brown um for uh, an english program and like every day he'd wake up he'd <laughs> this is actually funny he'd wake up at uh the exact same time every day like no snoozing whatever and he'd be out the door at 7 58 every morning 7 58 out it has to be 7 58 like we'd wake up in the morning to the sound of him sharpening his pencils and the electric sharpener <laughs> and i was like oh me like your pencils don't need to be this sharp you know like and uh he gets on the he gets on the subway goes down gets on the streetcar uh goes to school comes back to school like makes his own makes his own meals like he's entirely independent like we can leave it at home for you know a few days if need be so like the sense that like he is an adult like he's responsible uh, yeah he just needs help sometimes with some things but like so does everyone else you know yeah yeah, and I guess there, there's there's always different levels to it, right? Like, and and this company can help even people that maybe don't have that type of functionality, but can still create or whatever. What determines the severity? Like, that's a good question. So, actually. so it's you know how I said there's it's try, so there's an extra. It's yeah. how much is how much of a third one you have. Uh, uh, okay, and that that okay, and the, the less of the the third one you yes, have, the, so the that's closer why, to that's why you have you know some people with down syndrome who are extremely high functioning and some people who aren't yeah um completely so, so where would your where would your brother fall on that spectrum my brother's definitely like uh more he's on the more high functioning end of the spectrum um he, i've seen i've seen um you know others with down syndrome i guess i met like i've met two people i guess personally who are more f- high functioning than my brother and it's a guy and a girl and like they like are now like in a relationship mm-hmm. and like they're like dating i guess you could say yeah um so yeah like they're able to kind of have that yeah that that you know that intimate kind of i don't know uh you know like emotions i guess you could say like omid omid though like he always wants a girlfriend though so <laughs> uh if uh if anyone out there, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> try to hook him up on a date right now. No, no, no. He's actually he, he has no problem with that himself. <laughs> what? And then uh, another question I have actually is what's um what's his like self awareness like? Yeah, so he in, he knows terms... he, he knows he has Down syndrome. Like he's, yeah, he's like I said, like he's 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 one of the higher fu- he's on the higher functioning. Yeah, so like he's completely aware he has Down syndrome. Like he understands yeah. like some of the difficulties he has. Um, yeah the challenges he faces but again like and like i'll go back to this it's that like in knowing that he has like down syndrome and like the challenges he faces, and that like it's much more difficult for him to do things he still does like everything yeah yeah um so it just really speaks to like the like perseverance um the dedication um the passion behind like individuals with down syndrome my last question before i kind of wanted to to like loop it back in um was there problems because like dude this is this is uh, as someone like i i also have uh family with diagnosed uh 
it's Asperger's. And um, growing up, I remember like on the playgrounds or even like, dude, if you if you hop into Call of Duty or whatever, uh, was like retarded was a word that was in like, I mean, hardcore in my vocabulary and still still finds its way out sometimes when I'm when I'm not thinking too much of it. At Mark Arno and with your brother, uh, was there bullying? What was like the culture? Like, what were people like? Because I know, I know, in in my case, if it's kind of hard to diagnose, then weird it looks close to weird, which gets bullied, and then there isn't the yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. Of- it's it's like a, if if I do something like silly, like someone will call me funny. Like if my brother does something silly, like someone would call him retarded. You know. So it's it's or like, like if it's diagnosed, somebody might not call him retarded. But if it's if it's high functioning, then people yeah, so can be uh, meaner. Uh, you know what I, I mean? I I would encourage like any future candidates to our program to have like a social impact beyond their artwork, beyond their creation. So with Trisomy 21, it's like it's like a lower logo. Like it's kind of like something you haven't seen before. So like I guess like one of like my my tactics you could say behind like designing the shirt like this would be um you, the amount of times like i've just been like walking by and like, like someone what's, did, that? what's that what's that like what's that and then like like even like through that conversation like they're like i'm never gonna say the word retarded again or like i'm gonna make an active effort not to say the word mm-hmm. retarded because mm-hmm. like they hear the story they meet me they like go on the website see videos of my brother and they and it say, would hurt omid of, that, of course that word yeah of course of course i got you so is is it the word like Cause, like is it acceptable in in medical in medical terms or is it, no. it it's just like fully like yeah. like banished not the chill. word now it's not okay not not chill it would be like like saying fag or something yeah i got you exactly dude you should call of duty these days man these words <laughs> live <laughs> yeah <laughs> these words live um no but i i got you and like that's the thing man wait it, to, to touch on your point about bullying though like yeah. um it was it was never like so I'm only did I get like in some scenarios, but like, I don't know. We've been lucky enough where like kind of like the schools where he's gone, where, he, where he's gone to school, like mm-hmm. uh, he's kind of been like a star. Like he's, he's, he's very outgoing, like friendly guy. Like yeah. people with Down syndrome, they say like are the, like are an unusual source of happiness. So like actually like Harvard did a study on families with Down that have a family member with Down syndrome and found that, um, people who have a family member with down syndrome are like 65% happier than any other family. I did um, not know that. So, Interesting. so well, do you, how can you, how can you be mean to someone who's just so friendly, so nice, so outgoing. And like, also like, I guess Omid, Omid loves basketball. Like his dream is to one day make it to the NBA. Like he yeah. wants, he wants to play for the Raptors. Um, his favorite player is James Harden. So James Harden, if you're watching this, hit <laughs> he's up, not. Hit, I'm sorry. <laughs> hit up, hit up, hit up. Maybe. So we can get this out to James. Yeah, we can get this out uh, to James. We know, uh, yeah. dude. I hear you, but like, so it was through basketball and things like that where like he formed friendships and like became part of a team. And like, luckily enough, like he's had some like really good friends growing up. And like, um, so he's lucky as as far as as far as tries me twenty one goes. He's one of the lucky lucky ones to be supported and have have a i guess but it's entirely it like all goes back to just like him being him you know like his personality like him him being omid you know and like omid is omid is the farsi word because my you know i'm I'm iranian but uh, omid is the farsi word for hope um so yeah it's it's a very fitting name for sorry uh, sorry farsi 
Yeah. What's what's Farsi? Persian. Persian. Okay. Um, and no, I was just saying because like it, yeah, it makes total sense. You're like you're talking, and like it's not like I uh, I've ever said that word growing up, her or like thinking of someone like Omid. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just like it was, dude. The, like that's we, we were just saying that. Like, um, it's it's like uh, gay used to be. Yeah. You know, you'd call it thing. You'd be like, oh, that's gay. Like when, but yeah, that's it, so gay. Yeah. But you yeah, never right? personally you held held like. Yeah. Like so, I but I get it. And the only the the only argument that makes sense is that uh, if if Omid would be hurt by that word, then don't say the word. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like it's not just like you know you guys or like anyone else. Like my close friends used to say the word retarded all the time. Yeah. Like even like like that's just like kind of what it was. But like once you know they met me, they met Omid. Like they like hung out with Omid. Like spoke to Omid. Like played some basketball with Omid. It would like, not only did they stop saying they were retarded, but they made an active effort to stop other people from saying they were retarded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I totally. And I, it's just like, it's, I ask these questions because it's like, it's, a, it's just like where my mind goes. Cause I, I say the word still and uh, not like out in public, not out, but like privately. And it's one of those things where um, I don't think about it. Well, hopefully after this podcast exactly you well because it's in my it'll anymore. be in my mind now you, you know go. what i mean like i'll just like it's not like i'm out in, in the street or like doing it it's all you know, you know what i mean but still privately it's like um i say that word privately like with the you know the buddies i'm like oh that's you know that's retarded and i don't even think about it but now it'll it'll just help bring back in my mind that uh you know even privately i'm kind of just keeping the yeah. word alive yeah it's just you know it's privately why? you should make an active effort to stop you know someone else from saying the yeah because it just keeps it alive then if, if i'm if i'm saying it so comfortably even privately someone else is hearing it maybe like it's just it's i i get it dude and uh like there's there's the, the the whole point is that there's a reason for you not to say the word yeah and that reason is omid there you go well put it's it's like that uh do you remember that i don't know if you saw this there was that baseball announcer. I think we spoke about this, yeah. but like his indoor voice got the best of him when he was live on air. And he, he said something like, oh, like, like he name dropped a city. He's like Philadelphia, like home to all the fags or it, it, it was it was something like that. Do you remember this? It was like, yeah. so, it was something absurd. Like he, he yeah, said that yeah, live yeah, on yeah. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, I, I can't remember. Cause, the, Cause if you're saying that privately, cause that's the thing is like, if you're saying it privately, your indoor voice or whatever the guy said, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and again, as someone to anyway, like it's it's I I just bring it up uh, as a as a a public reminder to myself uh, in the future um, to talk about it because I'm not the only one, you know. And I just like if I don't talk about it this openly, because I think a lot of the things too is uh, there's so much like kind of like fuck you shit going on out there that people are even afraid to just someone would be afraid to even say that they like are like that or whatever. Um, so yeah, no, I just wanted to bring that up and, and then moving back to you and you said like 65% happier and like all, all this stuff, which I didn't know about, which is cool. As I said, I, I, you're, you're a bit of a doer. Like you're kind of involved in stuff. D- do you think like, I don't know what your like kind of earliest memories of like self-development or like you were, he was your older brother. So you basically had no point of development where you weren't aware that your brother had a disability. Like as, as far I guess as like the first, the first, the first time, like, cause like growing up with like Omid, like I didn't look at him differently, you know, like this is my older brother. Yeah. Like we 
you know, we'd play basketball in the driveway, like build snowmen as kids, like jump in the leaves, like every, like go on family vacations, go swimming, like everything that like, you know, any brothers would do, Omid and I have done. Uh, you guys are a scrap though? Oh, we wrestle all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we wrestle like, all the time. That's what siblings it's, do too. It's, 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 it's both out of a passion though for, for wrestling. Like, uh, but yeah. Um, but did, I'm saying like, did that like at, at some point, I always, cause like regardless of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the first time, like I, I really noticed that like Omid was different than others would have been like, uh, like grade one when like you have like, it was like, like a month into school and you have like the open house where like, uh, your parents like come in mm. to like meet your teachers and to like see like what you've been working on and like, you know, see the classroom and stuff like that. And like your family comes and like, when Omid came, like I noticed that like a lot of my my classmates were like staring at him, um, and I was just like kind of wondering like, oh, like why, like why why are they like looking at Omid? Like why are they staring at Omid? Um, and then like that was kind of the first like, I guess like instance where like I realized like oh like some people may look at Omid differently. And and like my my question is about personal development is like. <clears throat> So once you started to become aware of it, as you said, it, it, it it's hard really to notice when your children kind of just playing around. And then at some point you became aware. And then as you're developing like consciously, um, did, because uh, you obviously probably talk about Omid a lot. Like you probably, Omid is a, as you said, like he is. Uh, my best friend. You're right. Um, did you, did it if influence your development? Like, your sense of individuality, like your sense of purpose, like how did you really look at your life? Is it in reference to like your family situation when you were younger, like, and you're looking at your problems or the stuff going on with your age group, you know, girls, sports or whatever. Like I, I went through all that with a much different sphere, you know, my, my sister, uh, older sister, but I, it just, it's a much more like, uh, you don't have the perspective. I feel like that you made have you might have had about kind of like life's challenges. So when you're going through like this stuff at school, were, was it always like this? This isn't so bad. Like I got a my, like, you know what I mean? Like my brother kind of. Yeah, like, 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 I, I, I guess. But like again, like you know, I was pretty lucky in the sense that like you know everyone has problems and stuff like that. But like you know, I guess you could say I would always compare like my my problems to like Omid's problems, mm-hmm. and then like my problems aren't real problems, you know? Like, and you said he was a hard worker and stuff. So like, is that kind of, it's like, are these influences on why you were like, I'm always doing something or like, yeah, know? yeah. Well, like growing up, Omid used to like growing up, like when we were kids, like, you know how like you'd ask like a kid, like, Oh, who's your hero? Who's your hero? And like, yeah. Omid would always say like Nima, Nima's my hero. And like, when I was a kid, I was kind of like embarrassed by that. Um, Cause like, I didn't want my, I didn't want to be my older brother's hero. Yeah. But, um, as I got older, um, you know, and like I started like kind of grasping the situation, like really understanding, um, which like a, an eight year old like doesn't really do. Um, but when I got like older, you know, like 16, 17, I realized that like Omid's actually my hero. So I would like kind of always look up to him. And like, although like I did, although I, I am a big little brother, um, Omid's still my like very much so my big brother, you know, like mm. he uh and he plays the role. He's like Nima, like you should listen to me. Like I'm older, like <laughs> uh, you know, like yeah. I should I should get shotgun. Like I'm I older, like so so yeah, like um 
I guess all I can say about him is like he's the man. Like, uh, yeah, no, I just I only ask that because I'm curious. Like, um, you know, because dude, there's there's lots of different ways it can go. At least from what I would assume, like psychology could go where where it's something as simple as being a middle child affects you. Like your 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 siblings have a huge effect on your development. And uh, is it be- just you two, by the way? Yeah, yeah, it's just Omi and I, okay. and, or yeah. being an only child or whatever. And I, I just wondered if, uh, like, how how much? It's just more of my curiosity, like how much you think your development or like your perspective. It, it seems it's only been positives for you, and like you don't really struggle with, you know, your kind of individuality. You're still kind of doing your own thing, and it just happens that you've chosen to to your next your next stage to be in partnership with Omid. You know what I'm saying? But like you were doing what was your school program? Like what did you the, did when you were going through high school, like were you still like I'm on my own path, Omid's on his own path? No, no. We we're always a team, you know? Like so, and it's I think that any any anyone that has a sibling with Down syndrome will say the same things I'm saying. I got you. Like you form such a close bond with them and like um it's like from in the sense of like understanding even so like people with down syndrome all have uh larger than normal sized tongues uh which like in, in, this is why they have a speech impediment um is a snoring crazy oh too? i didn't know that was a thing yeah no i snore probably more than omi okay. omi does or anyone does i know i know the tongue's got a, a factor in that yeah so it's, like lengthwise yeah so they have a, a longer tongue and that 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 makes it difficult for them to you know pronounce words and and that that's the cause of their speech impediment yeah Mm -hmm. um so growing up like with your you know your older brother like who's two years older than you like we're always you know when we were kids like i don't know playing gamecube or like whatever you spend like the majority of your time with this person right so from like an actual speaking standpoint like i actually understand him better than anyone else so like there's never a time when omid will say something and like i won't get it but like there'll be times when like he'll say something and like my parents be like sorry say that again like what did you just Even say your parents would have trouble they wouldn't have they wouldn't have trouble yeah but like you I, have that closer I, I i understand them best yeah so like by like physically understanding someone best and emotionally understand maybe i don't emotionally understand them as well as like my parents would but like from a physical standpoint it's like how could you not like it's a responsibility that you i have to like you know uh, be uh, like a, uh, I don't know, a champion for Omi. So when you're when you're plan when you're there in high school and you're thinking about, so I'm sitting there in high school and I'm going, what job do I want? I want to be a pilot or whatever. As we talked about, you're sitting there in high school and you're thinking about your path, but also in relation to Omi. You're thinking about what can I do, but also how does it relate to Omi? And it's like what it's it's like like I said before, Omi's completely. He's very self sufficient. He's independent. Like. Mm-hmm. He actually wants to start his own. Like he wants to be in the NBA, of course. But in the in the short term, he wants to start <laughs> a smoothie business called Omid Smoothie Shop because he yeah. loves smoothies more than anything. <laughs> and like Love now that. during COVID, he's like working on like the menu and things like that. So he's an entrepreneur himself too. No, that's great. But, uh, I just uh, I'm just curious. Yeah. Man. So I guess to an- directly answer your question, like yeah, I, I've kind of you know always thought about what I want to do, but like. There's guess, a gravity to his situation that brings. No, no, the I've always been free it. to kind of do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like more so a, a personal responsibility that, like, 
I need to invest time in what I want to do. But as his younger brother, I need to also invest some of my time into helping Omid figure yeah. out what he wants to do. Like, like, like any responsibility um, that you choose to accept, like, like whether it's um, like, ha- like having children as a responsibility or having a dog um, uh, with those, you usually get to make the choice to have having it. a plane, having a plane, yeah, like with any fun. responsibility, as you said, you, you had the choice you have the choice. Like your parents, as you said, Omid and, and all this stuff uh, was looked after and, and he's very self-deficient and entrepreneurial. But you made the choice to accept the responsibility. But it, it was never like it was, it was never a, a question. That's what I'm saying. There, it wasn't even like I've never even thought about, you know, this. Like I, I love him so much and like I would, like want him to be, I want to play as big of a role in yeah. his life and I want him to play as big a role in my life but as you're possible. Saying, but w- what you're saying is there's no... There's no that's pure out of love. It's not like his situation demands it or like, I'm just saying like you yeah, just... Yeah, it's entirely out of love. Yeah, you're like right. you, situa- you just... Yeah, exactly. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. That's right. That's it, right. You, this is, it was just your choice. Um, like, you, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out uh, just like what your experience... That Like, I'm just asking about like your experience having a uh, uh, Omid as a brother just because... I don't know. That's what that's what gets me curious is because I'm I'm uh, my one of my passions is uh, I like uh, like w- the reason we have this podcast is I like learning uh, the way how people live how people make their choices like I don't know all that sh- all that shit. So I just wanted to know like how it affects you and like what that kind of feels like and when you're mapping your life out and you said you know yeah you chose to accept the the responsibility and, and you're like it, it never felt. Like you, there was never a doubt or a question, but there was never also a gun to your head. And and if any, you know, I'm like it's just out of love, and it was just out of. Well, I'd put a gun to my own head if I didn't kind of <laughs> yeah. accept that. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, so you're going through uni, or sorry, you're going through high school. You choose to go to Western. That's where we met. Did, um, did you what? What were you kind of thinking? You're you're doing what? What like what's? Yeah, so I, I was just I studied finance in university. Yeah. Um, you know, we obviously met through SIGs and stuff like that. Which is our fraternity, anyone listening yeah. who doesn't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess like this This is like Try Something 21 is like entirely like a passion project. And it's like my way of like giving back and, and my way of devoting, like I said, some portion of my life um, to people with Down syndrome. Um, so I guess like in terms of a career, like... I don't know. I've always been like pretty entrepreneurial. So like I can see like my dad started his own business. Like my grandfather started his own business. So like I, I like in the long term, like I see myself doing the exact same thing, starting my own business. But during COVID and stuff like that, like this has been like a very fulfilling project, like without a doubt. And you mentioned that you just uh, are starting to get into flying and working on your pilot's license actually. So I, uh, how far along is that? I've done like, I don't know, six, seven lessons so far. Um, I fly at Billy Bishop, um, a C-150 Cessna. Yeah. Um, it was like a graduation present. Um, and I don't know, like, uh, I like, I've always wanted to fly a plane. Like as a kid, like I used Did to- Did you play m- the flight simulators ever? Those no, games on the computer? No. no. As a kid, I used to make like airplanes. Like, I, like, like I'd buy model airplanes or even like, and like fly them off like the roof and like just see like gliders even. So like I've always like been like fascinated by this and like I'm not afraid of heights personally. Like I love heights. Like so like I'm a, I don't know, I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie in that sense. Like, but like, yeah, like it's something I've always wanted to do. And like 
so far like i love the experience of flying like it's been like it's like it's like crazy like once you get up there and you're in such a small plane like and you have control of it and like you feel like everything like you can feel this plane like it's not like driving a car in any sense like no six or seven like lessons in and you're you're flying you're in control well yeah so the instructor still sits beside me but yeah. like um he kind of like so he's there to teach me like the different maneuvers basically mm -hmm. and trav like you you were a pilot right so you'd be able to yeah man i've been through it all so that's what i went to uni for so you went to uni for finance i went to uni for piloting um, but yeah, no, I want to, I want to talk a bit more about piloting. I just want to, I want to ask a few final questions before we uh, get into the fun stuff. Um, so you went to school for finance, you got a job after school in finance because during school you were, as you said, you know, um, you, you kind of entrepreneurial, maybe that's why like you, you threw in some events with some buddies, like yeah, yeah. kind of threw some, some dope stuff at school. <laughs> yeah. Like, for everyone watching Trav and, and Robbie played, uh. Crankapalooza 1.0, which is this party that I threw. A pretty big party, too. He threw out a uh, Brickworks in Toronto. But also, you were just involved in like the fraternity events and like fundraising uh, at school. And you did a pretty f sick job. Thank like, you. Thank you, man. Yeah, like we started Tent Party at yeah, Leicester. Exactly. And then like Tent Party was like, I don't know, like it grew from like some like 30-foot tent that like we'd have the pledges set up pledges are like the the new kind of recruits to the fraternity yeah to to like what's now or what was before covid like a massive festival like selling like almost four thousand tickets you know food trucks That's and wild. Like, i remember i got a free vibe at it uh yeah we we uh so like all that stuff you're 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 doing kind of on the side which is i'm always down with i'm always impressed with with doers that that, that uh kind of have that going on but you're in school for finance which is also pretty impressive and uh so you get a job after school so i i did a summer abroad program in berlin ah berlin i was, berlin. I was studying at a humble <laughs> university in berlin for like the summer and mm -hmm. then i uh, graduated in the fall and then um i traveled for a bit like while i while i was in europe obviously like i was just like i'm not gonna yeah. come home right away so i traveled around for like I know I probably spent like two months there and like my family kind of met me in, in, in Europe and we traveled around. Um, and then I got back to Toronto like in October of last year. Um, and then uh, like I had some interviews lined up and then like I landed a job. Um, I didn't really like it, but then was like, it, was it in finance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like working for this FinTech company. Um, but then uh, they like, do you know what FinTech is Rob? Financial tech, sip bar. I used, to, I used to work at all of those. There events. you go. FinTech TOs. There yeah. you go. So, uh, but then like with COVID, like it was like first ones in, first ones out. And then like I kind of saw like my free time as like an opportunity to like really like really start investing in in Trisomy Twenty One. Um, so that's what I'm doing. That's what I've been doing, and and flying, I guess, is what I've also been doing alongside this. And uh, now I'm kind of starting to look for like full time full time work. Do you do you struggle with some of the like? What's your kind of take on some of the twenty like kind of the twenty year old issues that I find myself like bashing my head against? In terms of like your perspective on the world, do you is you is your do you question your purpose? Do you question your path? Do you think about stuff like that? Yeah, like as much as like one naturally does, I guess you could say. But like, I don't know, like. I, I, 
I know like uh I'm a smart guy, like I, I'm I have a good head on my shoulders, like I'm independent, like I uh so I, I'm not like worried for like myself in the future, you know? Like I know that like eventually like something's gonna happen, it's gonna work. Like um and when I what I mean by that is like doing exactly what I wanna do. Mm-hmm. So like in my sense it would be like starting a business that I'm really passionate about and like it doing well. Um, so like you don't get any kind of like, uh, so at least so far you haven't got any s- sort of lulls in motivation. Well, like, there, or- there, there is, there is like when, you know, you were mentioned like the events business, right? Yeah. Like, like e- there's some events where like you make like a lot of money on and there are other events that you lose a lot of money on. So like when like ticket sales aren't going well for like whatever reason or like whatever, like you obviously go like there are highs and lows as like there is in like kind of being an entrepreneur but like um you kind of yeah you do question yourself at some points like am i doing the right thing like should i just kind of like you know like just like i don't know become a pilot you know like stable job like good income like whatever and like if that like fulfills you then that's what you should do like so yeah i think that's that's it it's just a tough one man that's that's the whole reason we started this podcast is i was I, f- I feel the same way. Uh, I can't speak for Rob, but I feel I feel the same way. I'm like, you know, I'm smart. I'll figure it out. I'll always, I've always had that thing. And I've just found myself like hitting all these kind of brick walls on, on the journey. Yeah, that's that's the same with me. I'm all, I've always been like, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm not worried, like figure it out. But like haven't figured it out yet. You know, I'm, st- I'm waiting for that like aha moment where you, you kind of you're slotted into the I mean, and you know what we've like, like we've accomplished a bunch and like we were working on lots of projects and creative, pro- like uh, creative projects, like music and the podcast and stuff that we, yeah, we your, enjoy a music video a lot, that was, but that was epic. Thanks dude. Steven, but, Steven uh, shot that, right? You know, Steven, Steven does all the try Swimming 21 work. Uh, he, he just also launched his, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's, so seven, what's it called again? Seven Hill. Seven, seven Hill. Hill. Yeah, he just texted me yesterday. So Steven, Steven, I met Steven cause he used to make the videos like the after movies for all of our events. Yeah, he's dope. So he he was, and he's such a nice guy. Actually, when he did the funny story on Thursday when we did the trisomy the trisomy shoot at Uncle Studios, um, we like leave and like the shoot went really well and like like we're on the street and like my my car is parked right there and like Steven's just like like literally like dude where's my car like <laughs> and like. I'm like, what? He's like, dude, like my car is just not here. Like, I was like, are you sure you parked it here? He's like, yeah. It's like, we're looking around for his car. Like, turns out his car got towed. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, so then like, Rob then like that. he gets in the car and like we drive to like the tow, the tow company place. And like, Steven's like, what, like what the hell? Like I wasn't even parked like illegally. Like I wasn't even blocking like the supposed driveway that I was blocking. Like, and it turns out that he got like double sewered because like the parking enforcement actually came by and gave him a ticket, a fifty dollar ticket, for just like, I guess, not part or not paying for parking or like maybe obstructing the driveway, like supposedly or whatever. But then like the owner of like the driveway that he was supposedly obstructing after, even after he got the ticket, called the like tow, tow company tow to company. tow it away. So he got a ticket and he got his. His car towed all in one. Oh, that but, sucks. Uh, you know, Stephen being Stephen was obviously laughed it off. Dude, you know? he, we, I call him Golden Boy, man. Like the the kid, he literally like 
He's young. He's just fucking talented. He's so talented. Just man. got tons of energy and like all the stuff we were doing on the shoot. Like, um, he was just killing it. So we were boosting him up. And, he, and I, I don't know if Josh Kobe also does work with you guys. His, his yeah, kind yeah. Of like Josh, Hill partner. Josh, was, Josh didn't come to the shoot. He, mm. he was working on the I guess the Seven yeah, Hill. He's a great Hill. photographer. Too. But uh, yeah, no, it it it's not it's not really about what we're doing. It's about the mentality. It's more like because yeah, like. I'm sitting here and we're doing stuff, but all the while I have this like looming, like I always have it like, I don't know, just, it's like a, am I going the right direction? Is this, you know? Yeah, but I think that's like not only, only you, Trav, like I think that applies to like kind of all millennials or like, am right. I, am I doing this right? Like, am I like on the right path? Like should, and like another thing is like you see like your friends doing like, you know, other things and like reaching milestones or whatever and like, there's that constant sense of like comparison and it's like, Oh, look at him. Like he like, you know, just bought a house. Like yeah, he, yeah. he just bought a, a, a car or like whatever, like he's doing these things. And like, although like that, that like there is that kind of like looming fear and like that kind of general anxiety of like falling behind, falling and behind and like figuring it out and like all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like everyone's kind of on their own journey and like their own path. And like, I don't know, like, what does comfort me is like, I don't know, those like stupid things that you realize when that's like JK, like you read on like LinkedIn or whatever. And it was like JK Rowling only wrote like, was like 30 when she wrote yeah. the first Harry yeah. Potter, you know, yeah. like sometimes like, it takes something little like that just to like, like J- Jeff to provide Bezos a little like, bit of like, yeah, in his calmness. Exactly. I, I was, I was actually, I was talking on my drive here. I was talking to one of my friends, um, in the car and he was, uh, like he's he's uh he just got a certification uh, he's like pilot's license and um, people are flying now. oh is this babin <laughs> is it, yeah this is yeah, mark yeah. and this is I, another yeah what's the deal with this no, guy, there's, there's, the, he's got he's got a brother who's a working pilot so yeah it makes more sense uh but we we're we we're just we we're just catching it's up a pilot's and podcast and i know maybe that's what i gotta do but, <laughs> but i was i was just saying the same thing to him like because he was telling me about about what he's doing he's like he's like he just got his cert- like certification and uh, he's going out west to like work. He's like talking about how there's not really like much Wait. Like, like business um, so, or th- there's not much work for pilot right now and stuff. And he's like, he's like, I'm in debt from like pilot school and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It's like making me feel like I told him this. I was like, you know, making me feel a little bit more comfortable. Everyone's got like sort of their own uh, <laughs> things, that, things that they're dealing with where it's, you know, if you, if you from a from an outsider's perspective looking in you're like you feel like you're getting behind sometimes but like there's yeah. there's more there's more to it i so, sorry side note so so two babin brothers are working as pilots now yeah okay yeah. um well, it makes me feel and, a little and two more on this couch <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel a little bit better for all the listeners that don't know i i went to i have my full like commercial pilot's license it's not an easy endeavor it's not a cheap endeavor that's why he's talking about debt and stuff and i I chose to make a radical turn to uh, to kind of like what I'm doing now, which is pretty crazy. Uh, but the it makes me feel a little bit better, <laughs> not to to take away from Babin's struggle, but that uh, you know, because when I was leaving piloting, the forecast for piloting was jobs galore, retiring older pilots, a worldwide demand. Um, like it was like if you're, you're a fucking idiot for not taking this career, and I still might be because I'm I'm assuming it's going to rebound after COVID, but gives me a little bit of. A, a yeah, little. Everyone like everyone in their twenties is like at the end of the day, I think trying to figure out 
like something. So like, although that may not not be like their career, it like could be something as simple as like, what do I want to do in my like free time? Like, yeah, what yeah. are some skills that I want to learn? Like, what am I really passionate about? Like, they're like, everyone has questions and like, they're always wondering that like the difference between people is just like what those questions are. It just be mm-hmm. sometimes Nima and like, this is kind of like our, our next phase is like, I'm just kind of going to turn it off for a bit. Like turn what off? This whole kind the plane? of plane, turn the, turn the plane <laughs> off, just hit the deck. <laughs> um, I'm going to turn off like my whole, like, is this right? Is this wrong? Like, thinking about it's kind of it's it's a bit of like neuroticism it's a bit of habit it's a bit of a passion but i kind of just am in a place where i know the work i do is good i know what the music we make is good i know people like the podcast and i'm just wasting time thinking about it and this next stage is just me kind of doing doing kind of just like doing what i want and like not worrying about failure and if it's the right move and i'm going to give that a go but yeah again and i don't mean to cut you off trav but like you just brought like something I had to say was like not everyone like wants that like not everyone wants to take those risks like not everyone kind of uh wants that like for this reason probably uncertainty in their life yeah not everyone's like not everyone's an entrepreneur like some people are like perfectly happy like working for like a bank and like retiring and like you know 30 years working their way up the like that that's like fine like and some people are fulfilled by that and like like they're like you know like that's like good for them like they figured it out that's what they want to do but like you know not everyone has like you know like that that like willingness to take these risks and to like kind of live in uncertainty until like you figure it out and i think it's for this i think you're dead right and, and is like uh, even my sister like i talked to her about it and she loved she she loves her lifestyle as an as an employed person and I think it's for this reason, like being an entrepreneur comes with this dark cloud of uncertainty because you do feel like shit, like a lot of the time, because uh, as you said, milestones, you, you can't help compare you, the, you're constantly comparing yourself and it, yeah, it, you're, you're right. It does come with like this darkness until and you don't in, have a Sharin, you know, a guiding light and until, until you hit a point of like comfortability, which is, I, I guess just. Uh, making money right like you're you're successful at supported at you're, what you're, you're doing. supported yeah i think it's yeah. important that you, like you need whatever it is you do like at some point you need to be financially independent like that sure. kind of goes without saying like you know like you need to be on your own feet like you need to these are like things that like every kind of like that's what an adult is right like you're able to support yourself no for sure and uh that, that's what the pocket's about and like that's why we we do touch on it we try to talk about it and and uh in hopes that you know there's some keys of i usually find it's there's a lot of commonality that's like that's what this podcast is taught there's a lot of just like basic things that people do that lead to the same sort of outcomes that you can it's essentially we're all a lot more like than it seems and that our our um there's a few humanistic elements that everyone has different degrees of and there's a few things that you can do as an entrepreneur, as a professional that seem to, across all our guests, lead to the same results if you do it. Like if you're a networky or reach out type of person, you're going to get more opportunities. If you're a doer, you're probably going to learn a lot quicker. You're probably going to fail more. But like there's like these common, these common things. And uh, I can't help but ask, you know, about doubts. And usually I would even ask about like relationships or like thoughts about everything because I am still figuring out, you know, all this shit at 28. Um, 
but yeah, at some point I, I do, I do kind of like to shift, uh, and I do want to shift gears in my own life to just kind of doing it, not thinking as much. And in this conversation, we can shift just right here at the end to kind of talking about the fun stuff going on. And um, with that being said, flying dope, uh, expensive music, music dope. dope. And uh, what are you doing for like fun though? Like you're living at home. You got a you got a girlfriend right now? No, no girlfriends. <sighs> Me either, dude. Uh, it's a bit of a tough. It's a Maddie bit of a t- watching. It's a bit of a tough uh, though yeah. in COVID, eh? Plug watching, hit me up. Living uh, at home, yeah. like th- this. Well, I don't know. I, I, yeah. In COVID, it's like also like it's like there's like you know where like where you'd normally meet like girls and other people. Like you can't really. I haven't met that. a new girl in COVID. I haven't met a girl in like five years. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I had a girlfriend for a bit, and uh, that was great. But uh, she dumped me, so then I was just back out in the street. The streets. <laughs> on the streets. Um, yeah, man, it's like married to your mom. Yeah, you know what? Um, yeah, she's been. Uh, she's been. Mom's been real supportive of. Uh, you know. But she, that's what moms are for, you know. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I don't, dude, I'm enjoying this a few months at home, but I'm the type of guy that I need to be. I need to be out of the house to feel independent, to feel like... Yeah, to feel like you're kind of being productive and not like a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But otherwise, like, you, you, you've seen the boys? Like, you're still hanging out? Like, what are you doing yeah, for fun? Yeah, as much as I can. Like, uh, flying is kind of what I'm doing for fun. But, like, I don't know. Like, I've been going on a lot of walks. <laughs> like, uh, I, started, <laughs> I started working out. Like Yeah, uh, you know what? I do that, too. I, being at home. Uh, like... If it, like some days you, just, you just don't you don't have anything lined up and it's like or else you get cabin fever fever you yeah, need to get yeah. out and do something so you just go for like a walk or two midday. There's just nothing nothing. I've been playing. I played a lot of golf this summer. Like that's yeah. kind of what I've been mainly doing for fun. Like just getting together with some guys and playing golf. Like that's kind of been like the best thing. COVID activity, I think. But like in the winter, like I think uh, what we're gonna do is Omid's um a big skier actually. Um, so Dope. we're thinking think of, the hills are gonna be open. I think so because like when I when when I think about it, it's like you're on a mountain. Yeah, everyone's already. wearing a, a yeah. mask, like a balaclava or whatever. And it's like the easiest place in the world to socially distance because, like, you have the space of a mountain. And mm-hmm. and it's like the only thing in question gloves on. The know, only thing yeah. in question would be like the chalet, the, the right? chairlifts, and the and, chalet, and the yeah. chairlifts and the chalet. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder too. Do you have, do you have a place? Up, do you have like a, a no, ski no? Place? But like Omid, so there's this uh, program for people with special needs called the Track Three ski program and it's for um kids uh up until the age of 18 yeah so um where they take like they take there's like a bus from toronto and they take you to like private ski clubs Mm -hmm. and um you have like a one-on-one instructor um so omid got like ski free and it's free it's entirely free um it's it's great to hear that there's you've mentioned it only a couple but it's great to hear that there is so many of these programs out there yeah but all Wait, the, so okay. he's an instructor? No, no, no he, he, he got had one-on-one. one-on-one instruction. Oh, he had one. Okay, so that's why now, like, like, like I said, like Omi has Down syndrome, but like, he's he he like he still hits those black diamonds, you know? Like, I got you. Like, like that. That's what it. That's what it comes down to. Like, so, so you're thinking about doing like a ski trip with him over the winter? Oh, or I something? just think like maybe Is like it? we'll do something every Saturday. Like we'll like kind of get a pass somewhere and like maybe just like because also it's been really rough for Omi like during COVID because. Uh, people with Down syndrome have weaker immune systems. Oh, um, okay. So like, uh, you gotta be real careful. We gotta be real, real careful. Like that's why like a lot of people with Down syndrome gets like get like ear infections and things like that, just because they're 
Their body's not as good as fighting Has there it been off. anyone with Down syndrome that you've heard about getting COVID yet? No. That's, I was okay. literally just no. about to ask that. No, but I think, again, it comes down to, like, the like the family kind of understanding that everyone knows, you know, like if you have. So. so so you've mentioned two things now that I didn't know about Down syndrome. One being the longer tongue and now two, the immune system. Is there is there anything else that, that goes along with that? Yeah, that like, like all, all people with Down syndrome kind of have the same, like they're short, they're like, they're all short and like, like, you know, like thicker, I guess, you could, like bigger, like, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like they're like, they're all the same, I guess, like you, body there's features. There's a lot of visual. There's a there's a lot of visual characteristics yeah. that are common. So that they're short. They have like you know smaller feet, smaller ears, smaller nose. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I, smaller hands. I but guess like internally, but, is it just immune system, or is there organ issues, or like no, it, no, no organ issues, nothing like that. Joints are fine. Like it's kind of yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, I guess another common problem if like we want to be getting the medical aspect. I'm just of this, curious. It's like uh, they all have like. Some of them have like a thyroid imbalance, and like it just comes down to you just take like a, a pill a day. Okay, that's it. Yeah, no. Um, it's so funny because, dude, like just as someone who's been living in in a hole, like he's like, "Oh, Neem's coming over, talk about his clothing company." I'm I'm not thinking anything. Like like the, the, I'm thinking, "Oh, we're gonna chat to Neem about what's going on with the events, <laughs> like what's going on, like are you." You party, dude. Uh, when when are you gonna book me for yeah, another? Yeah, when are you gonna book me for another show? Like, yeah. yeah, and then uh, then right away you come in, you give us a hat, and I'm like, right, I knew, I already knew you had a brother with Down syndrome. I'm like, of course, it's like his clothing company is is about that. And then I'm like, fuck, what's the website? I'm like, now I'm thinking, I'm like, why haven't I been on? Uh, so I got a I got a crash course. But like the listeners out there that don't know you, they just got a crash course too. So it's probably good that I was a bit more. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, unaware. Yeah, unaware, I guess you could say. And uh, is there anything else that you want to plug? Any final thoughts, last yeah, words? Yeah, for sure. Before um, we wrap it up, so like our fall winter collections dropping next Friday. Try Summy Twenty One dot ca. Go to check it out. Um, the entire collection was like designed with Omi's handwriting on the shirt. Um, the shirts are like obviously dope. I'm wearing one. It's sick. Wearing the hats, hats are sick. They fit big heads and normal heads, <laughs> and normal heads, <laughs> and normal heads. The hats fit all heads, <laughs> all heads. So just go on. The best way to support us and to support Omid and kind of what we're doing is just go on and, and buy a shirt. And like it, it's it's like a, I guess consumerism with like a purpose. So like you get a really dope T-shirt out of it, knowing that like you didn't just like spend your money at like I don't know Zara or like H and M or like whatever. Yeah. Like, um it, all the clothes are all the clothes are 100 percent made in canada as well they're all made in vancouver so love it um all sustainable all that stuff all the good stuff yeah. Anima? Find somebody 21 to uh on instagram check us out well we'll plug all of those in the show notes nima thanks so much for coming over thanks for the hats no thank you guys for having good me good chat with you the first uh podcast i was Good oh, practice. nice was, nice uh, yeah so you got one under the belt and i'm sure yeah. uh many so more you. in the future thanks guys um, no problem, man. And uh, thanks for sharing uh, as as much as you did. Like, because I, I learned a lot. I'm ignorant, a hundred percent. There you go. Yeah. So uh, that's what these. Uh, but I care. That's what this is for, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So it, we'll see you next Tuesday. Later. Thanks, Neiman. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>